Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for mums passionate about making a difference in the world. Here you can hear more about building clarity, confidence and calm from the inside out so you can create a life and a business rooted in what you want to see more of in the world. I'm your host Debbie, a coach, business mentor and a working mum myself and I'm so delighted to be here with you. Hello, hello, hello. A very warm welcome to episode number 83 of the Balancing Act podcast. I hope you are keeping well today um, and thank you so much for tuning in, whether this is your first time or your 83rd time. It is fab, fab, fab to have you here. And I always start these episodes with like a real feeling of gratitude for being part of your day, wherever you're listening, whether you're um, doing the dishes on a commute, out walking the dog, or if you're taking a moment to yourself. And I'm just so grateful that you choose me to be a part of that. So thank you for bringing me in. Today, I am talking uh, about my own take on why you're surrounded by lots of unfinished ideas. And I suspect if you saw the title of this and decided to tune in, then there is, there will be something in here for you. I think that I feel so excited and so passionate about it because it's a topic that is very, very close to my own heart. So much so that it's one that I have regularly explored with my own coaches, uh, actually very recently as well. And I would say that it's it's a topic that I have made loads of progress on and also one that continues to evolve and constantly take on these new guises as well. Like just when I think, ah, yes, I've got it all sussed, it's sorted. Then like another challenge comes along and I'm like, oh, here it is happening again. So I would say that it is only surprisingly recently um, that I have been able to consistently finish things off. I say relatively recent, like within the last year, um, it's felt like I've really, really made a lot of progress on this over the last year. And it's felt really good and it's really paid off, I would say. And I share this with you so that you know how much I I stand with you on this. Um, you know, this episode is as much a really good reminder to me as it is to share new things with you. Now, I want to start off talking about like what it might look like when you've got lots of unfinished ideas so that we like put it into perspective a little bit. Then I'll move on to telling you what I think the real reason behind it is. And finally, the bit that we all want to know, like what do we do about it? So first of all, what does it look like? I I think that there's there's one word that sums it up really well and that is scale. 
scattered. Now, I wonder if if that resonates with you. It can be that your attention's scattered, that your energy's scattered, um, that your 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 focus really is just scattered. There's no real focus to it. Now, in in physical terms, that might be um like in your business, let's say, it might be lots of loose pieces of paper lying around um, with like, you know, lists on them or notes about things where you can't really even remember what they refer to and you certainly never look back at them. It might mean um, like a new product or service that you've you've mapped out in like quite a lot of detail at some point but it's never really made it off of the page. It might mean um, a piece of writing, like, a, I don't know, a, a blog post or a book or social media post that you've you've started, but never you've never done anything with. Um, it might mean business plan that has been, you know, that you put a lot of effort and detail into, but then put away in a drawer and never looked at again. It might be um, goals that you have, um, you know, made a nice like like shiny vision board around, but again, put away and never looked at again. Like I could go on and on and on. And how do I know all this? Because I have done all of these things myself. <laughs> um, and I suspect if it's happening in your business, then it's also happening in your home life or in your day job as well. So there it might look like piles of things around the house, like a cupboard that you started to clear out and you you did the clearance, but then you never did anything with the stuff that came out of it. Or it might mean like... um you know, laundry that is all bitty, it's all over the place and scattered around. Um, yeah, I'll not dwell on that too much because I think that you, I think we can all think of examples from our home life, especially with young kids, very, very easily. And I am not here to be the tidy up police by any, any stretch of the imagination, like no way. And I'm not listing all of these things out to um, like berate them or scold them or say that they're bad necessarily. Like I think in lots of cases, the the messy scatteredness is okay. Like it is part of life as a busy working mum, especially if you're a busy working mum who is also starting her own business on the side. Like And especially there, I think that a real, probably a very substantial part of our journey actually comes from embracing and accepting the messiness and the ickiness and the scatteredness. Like it it has to be there because we can't do everything like we even if we wanted to, we can't do it all. But at some point, there is like this critical tipping point where the messiness just becomes overwhelming. There's there's just too much chaos and we just can't focus. We can't focus on any of it. Um, 
you know, it's almost like our our business becomes this like mass of spaghetti <laughs> that we can never we can no longer unpick. Like all the strands have become so interwoven and so tied up that we actually can't really even pull one out to focus on. And when we do, you know, it, it breaks, that strand breaks. So, you know, maybe your attention is it's flitting from one thing to another. You're doing bits and pieces here and there, but like your focus is never really there. So, you know, some weeks you focus on your social media Sometimes you plan out new offerings. Some weeks the like the chaos in the house takes precedent and you want to organise all of that. Or maybe like just sporadically you need to take some time out to yourself. But it all feels quite haphazard, like it happens in the moment and you really feel like you're lacking that sense of direction then. And If you relate to that, then like I want to reiterate that I see you in this like so, so much. I know how hard you're trying. I know how much work you're putting in. I know how much time, how much energy, how much effort you're expending. Like I really, really do. And what I also know from my own experience is that this is not a very effective place to be working from. Like it's not making, you're not optimising that energy and effort on time. Like, as I said, we need to embrace the messiness to a certain extent. And there also needs to be some focus in there, like some simplicity, some clarity. And actually, it's those things that are the hardest work in my experience. So when life feels this way. It's so easy to think that the answer is doing more. Like that is the go-to strategy that we need to get more organised. We need to get more efficient. We need to find more time. And and then that'll let us like do even more and then we'll be able to finish things off. But in my experience, that more time does not help at all. Like more organisation doesn't help. Um, more like um, planning and plotting. It just doesn't work. It All it does is lead to more, more chaos and more confusion sometimes. So do you want to know what I think the real reason behind all the unfinished ideas is? It's fear. It's very simple. <laughs> We're scared. We're scared of failing. We are scared of succeeding even more so. We're scared of what other people might think. We're scared of letting people down. We're scared of letting ourselves down. We're scared of burning out. And we're we're scared like Deep down, so many of these fears come down to a fear of rejection. And often how that manifests is in us not feeling good enough. And like in knowing this and like 
in acknowledging that fear, that helps us like know what to do about it. Because when we can accept and acknowledge that fear, then we get to address the underlying cause of all the scatteredness. And I think really that anything else is like it's almost not not entirely, but it's almost pointless if you don't do that first. Like it's back to that age old analogy of sticking a plaster on the wound, you know, by trying to get more organised, we're not actually addressing the root of the problem. We're just like trying to to cover it up in some way. And that will work to a certain extent, but it will not not really um, give the longer lasting effect that we really want and need when we're starting a business. So, yeah, trying to get more focused or to force yourself to like just, I'm using my air quotes here because that word just, just focus on one thing. Like it won't work if your nerves are are hyped up all the time. Like when we're in this state of like scaredness or fear that, you know, often will be um like either you'll be so used, will be so used to those feelings or they'll be unconscious that you probably don't fully recognise them. Like it's just not physically possible to be in that like hyped up state and to like fully focus and to fully have that um, continual focus to, to carry through, to finish things. Certainly not for a sustainable length of time. So what the work then becomes is to figure out what it is that you're scared of. And I'm going to suggest a slightly counterintuitive way to do this. And what I want you to do is think of your business succeeding. Now, that might not be what you expected me to say, but from my experience and from the clients I work with, it's often the success that we're more afraid of than the failure. Like if if things fail, it's we there's the, like a get out clause there, isn't there? Whereas it's the success that feels scary. Like imagine if it all actually worked out and notice what protests come up for you. So for me, um, to give you maybe a more tangible example, like I've really had to cultivate my my self-trust. So I worried that um, when my business was successful, like as successful as I wanted to make it, then I wouldn't be able to like deal with that success in somehow like I wouldn't be able to show up and to like to show up to sustain that success, let's say. And so I did all the itty bitty things to ensure that like it definitely wasn't going to be successful. Um, you know, it was almost like I was self-sabotaging myself in a way. But once I figured out what my fear was, like where that fear was coming from and, and what what it looked like and how it was showing up for me, then I was able to like really focus on taking consistent action on a very small number of things. And as I have built that up over a period of time, like this podcast being a really good example of that, like it helps me build up that self-trust, like knowing that I 
like not only am I capable of of doing this consistently, but I love it. Like I absolutely love it. And from that small example, like so much more can come out of that then. Like it it sort of um uh like calms that fear a little bit, like nurtures the fear a little bit, and then it isn't quite so present. So I would I would love for you to go through that same exercise, like think of your business succeeding. What is it that you're scared of in that circumstance? And then what can you do to like take small, consistent actions to address that fear? Now, as we want to wrap up, I want to reiterate that you know by no means alone, like most of this um comes from like that very, very natural fear of rejection, like as an inbuilt human fear. Um, but it's just not particularly supportive to us in this instant. Um, but by getting to the bottom of your own fears, then you can start to do something about it. And that really is the key to um like following through with these ideas, not all of the ideas all of the time, but the ones that are important to you and the ones that stand out and the ones that matter and the ones that really will make a big difference to your business. And moreover, the ones that you enjoy doing, like that's what it's about, bringing some enjoyment and fun into this. So I would love to know what you think. Um, drop me a message on Instagram at Debbie Leco or tag me over there and let me know how this lands with you. And if you if you do want some more help, like working through this, then, you know, give me a shout as well. This is def- this is something that I really, really love to work on. And as I say, the results can be really like revelationary, I think. So, yeah, give me a, a shout if you would like any further support with it as well. And with that, have um, a fabulous week and I shall speak to you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can spread the word to all the moms out there who want to create impact and income through a business that they love ready to kickstart your own entrepreneurial journey head over to debbielee.co.uk forward slash start to download your free resource guide now that's debbielee.co.uk forward slash start